0: Hey guys, welcome to Let's Talk, the podcast. I'm your co host, Karen Hapwick. I'm a new mom, wife, account assistant, interior stylist, and content creator. This podcast will bring behind the scenes conversations to the forefront from
1: all aspects of our lives. I'm your co host, Beauty. I'm a mother, a wife, director of sales for one of the leading hotel chains, a business owner at Gino Collection and a founder of the Kane and Kajina Foundation, which I started in memory of my parents. Let's Talk is a platform where we aim to inspire through our own experiences, empower, restore hope, and let someone out there know that they are worthy.
2: And I'm your co-host, Aquiline. I'm a psychology graduate. I work within the health sector, and I'm also an occasional photographer. Make sure to follow our Instagram page at officialletstalk.com to contact us and see all our available platforms, and for more content. We hope you stay tuned and enjoy the journey with us.
0: Today we're joined by a returning guest. She's full of so much wisdom that we had to bring her back. She was a very key, and remains a very key person in um, traditional marriages. So whenever it happens, she's our go-to person as a family. So, um, the first part, we actually talked about our own experiences, but today we're getting the actual experts advice and how this is actually supposed to be done. So we have Monica and I'm calling her Mama Z. So Mama Z, what is Rora or Lobola or traditional marriage? What is it?
3: Uh, Rora or Lobola, some want to call it in English, bride price. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is an acceptable, an acceptable token that is given by the groom to the parents of the groom, bridegroom uh, of the bride to be uh, as a, as a, as, a, as a token of appreciation that they've looked after this girl for him on behalf of him mm. uh, and. They've groomed her for him, so he's appreciating that grooming while he was away, waiting for this uh, bride to come. Now that the bride is here, he's going to appreciate by giving the parents of his wife to be something a token, a hearty token of appreciation. Mm -hmm. That I would say is rora or lobola.
0: Okay. That's a fantastic definition. But what is a hearty token? How do how what is it?
3: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The hearty token here Very is <laughs> it, it is actually determined not by the by the groom himself. It is determined uh, communally, especially by the bride's uh, side. Because they, they've looked up, they are the ones who have looked after this girl, and they are the ones who are going to say, uh, it, it's, it's not like a gift, it's not like a present. It is something that they will say to the groom that, uh, you know what, from, from the way we looked after our child, uh, we, we, we feel that you, for us to be content, for us to be happy that she's going away in marriage, we would love you to give us. A token of this much. And it, 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 they are influenced also by their own beliefs, cultural mm-hmm. beliefs, and their religious standing. And it, 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 it depends on the family setup itself. Some families don't need a token. Some families need a token. Some mm-hmm. families will say, well, uh, we, we need to find other people to Advise us on what type of token we should um, charge. I don't, I don't like to use the word charge yeah. because this is, be, um, it should be a hearty token. So it's not like a charge, but it is like a request, mm-hmm. a, 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 an authentic request, a formal request to the groom to appreciate the in laws.
0: I I think when you say not using the word charge, that's actually the correct way because you previously in our, you know, behind the scenes conversations, you did mention that in the Ndebele um, tribes or people, the Ndebele people, you actually don't pay. There's no money exchanged. It's just um, cows. And whereas with the Shona people, it is, you know, money exchange, so that's their hearty token. So, literally, um, can you explain a little bit more of how that works?
3: Oh, well, yeah, it Even in the Shona uh, culture, we have so many dialects of Shonas we have the Karangas, we have the Mujas, we have the Makorekores, we have the uh, Manyika, we have zurus all those uh, people, it depends on which region, which section of the country they come from. Uh, they, they do it differently, even if they are all of the same tribe, but because of their different dialects, they choose to, 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 to well, let's say charge for convenience sake. They choose to charge in a particular way because of who they are, because of their dialects, because of how they what they have actually put on their daughter uh in terms of uh education in terms of uh how they brought her up how the difficulties they went through when they were rearing their child they consider all that they consider all the 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 the, <laughs> the challenges that they faced while looking after their, baby, their their child until she became a woman um mm-hmm. I, I would say, yeah, it, it's all different. It's all different. Like you said, the Ndavelis, yes, they they charge also differently. They don't look at money; they look at the um, nice. um, livestock um, kind of uh, right price, uh, as opposed to these Shona people who love their money so much. They love their money, so they they won't they won't be sh- they won't shy about it, and they will especially the Karanga. The Karanga people are really money people and uh, they, <laughs> they, they they are very pompous. They, they know that they are so educated. Well, it's a fact. Uh, Karangas are learned. They seem to be more people who are learned in the Karanga tribe than any other tribe in Zimbabwe. And uh, so because of that standing, they take pride in um, asking for this big, huge lump sum of money for their daughter, who will be also educated. Anyway, it's a subject to be looked at later, I'm sure. But um, yeah, I would say that's it. I don't know whether I've answered your question. You have. So
0: basically there is a direct correlation there with the girls educate, because this was brought up um, the first conversation we had about traditional marriage, where I mentioned that when girls graduate, they actually put on their, you know, captions that our bride price has gone up. And I personally just thought, well, why would you say that? But there's actually, it's, it's a thing that if the woman is more lenient, your bride price is actually does go up. So I never knew that was a thing until
3: now. Oh, oh, well, <laughs> there you go, Shami, Karen. Hey. The truth is when, it, it, when you have your child and you have put so much effort, especially not in this country, back home, people till the land. They have to work hard on the, in the fields to get some cash. Most of the people don't work out there in employment. They're not professionals. They depend on on, what, on their land produce, on their agricultural produce. So when they get these, uh, when they work hard on the farms, and they get their produce and they sell. And when they get the money, that's the money, that's all that they have. And it only comes once a year. They can only be one yield season for them to sell their produce. And then the money that, that, that comes home, whether it's $3,000, that's all until next year. So that $3,000 maybe is taking the whole of it for school fees they are paying school fees for their kids using that all the income that they've got so that takes toll on their emotions and their you know when they mm. so when the when the child grows up to a, a, a to a, to marriage stage they want something back they want to pay. It's like a payback time. <laughs> they want to be paid for the effort, for all the, the, the sweat that they went through looking after this child, after this daughter, after this girl. And after all, it's not just about money. It's about grooming her because uh, children can be quite a hassle to look after because uh, <laughs> they talking, chatting back and uh, they, they misbehaviors and uh, everything else. They're taking. They take that into consideration as well. Uh, so mm-hmm. That uh, he, he, after all, we had a problem raising this child. He, 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 she was a delinquent, and she she wasn't uh, uh, quite obedient, and she wasn't uh, forthcoming when we were, when we we're raising her. So you see, they they take all that into consideration. So they want a payback because of that, mm-hmm. because of all the effort. Mm-hmm.
1: So Mama Z, um, my, my question is, obviously nowadays sometimes it comes across as though the, the charges, if you like, are just ridiculous at times. People take advantage of that opportunity to impose like ridiculous amounts asking their groom to pay do you think there should be a set price? So it's just a simple process for everyone? Obviously, like I, I believe Mombeomai, you know, the cow that goes to the mother, that, that stays there. But should everything that's required be set? So it's, it's generic across the board.
3: Yes, it was like that in the past when, when, the, when people were still, Proper traditional people. Right. <laughs> because of acculturation and west and westernization, people mm. are, have gone back to their own nuclear families. They don't consider a communal decision now. They want wow. to be on their own. They want to be independent. They have uh, they have uh, actually disassociated themselves from the communal decisions. They don't commune at all this time This time around. You see, some of the people have gone so affluent, they don't even speak their language in the home. They've uh, acquired this Western, Western culture so much that yeah. they don't even talk about lobola anymore. They don't even know. It, it, it's something very primitive. It, it's something not to be talked about now. Yeah. I, I've got relatives who do not even charge anything when, they, when their daughters are getting married. nothing. They just tell them, the the, the bridegroom, you see my child? She's well raised. You are going to look after my child the way I was looking after her. You take her, look after her properly. That's all we need from you. So you see, it's changing. This the society that is changing. So that has really affected uh, the way things were done. Otherwise, across the board, it was the same kind of uh, bride price that was charged from from long ago until I- in mid 80s when, when when we got independent and when there was a lot of migration and people yeah. thought they were uh, smarter and more affluent and and they were, they were richer and they were you know they had changed the face of the culture had changed it changed mm-hmm. completely otherwise, in the past we used to have, Makandi Zwani used to be exactly the same everywhere in Zimbabwe, whether you are Toko, you are Buja, you are Manika, you are Zezuru, we used to know that it, this is the standard for, 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 for the um, bride price, but now things have changed. Things have completely I changed. W- I
2: just wanted to ask as well, you know how you said um, that some nowadays they don't, well, some part of the family might just say they're not doing the lawola or the rora and they'll just go ahead and just get married. Would they then be classed as traditionally married or would it be a case of them having to then decide? Like, because obviously, from what I've taken it, it has to be like the groom side showed the appreciation and then the bride price, the bride's family, sorry, sort of agreed to that, and then they can then be classed as traditionally married. But if that sort of, um, I don't want to say, yeah, process happens, doesn't happen, are they still traditionally married or?
3: that That's a very good question. Uh, 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 they're actually, these people are actually running away from the yeah. traditional bit mm-hmm. of the culture they don't want anything to do they don't want to have anything to do with culture they don't want to have anything with to do with uh, tradition they want they have gone affluent they are smarter they are the smart people like smartphones (laughs) we used to have dinner phones but now we have smartphones where you (laughs) actually type you you're using the, the screen. You, you can put your finger on the screen as opposed to the pad, to the keypad that we used to have on the phone. Exactly, that's how people have changed. <laughs> they don't want to know anything about culture. They don't want to know about anything about to do with uh, tradition. They are too affluent. They want their chi- children to go and be registered, to oh, go and nice. register their marriage at the registrar. And that's it. That's clean. They call it clean and smart. So, yeah, that's it.
1: Mama Zia, I've got another question. Um, So say someone uh, was abandoned at a young age, they don't know their relatives, they don't know mother, father. What happens when that girl wants to get married? Have you ever heard of anything like that? Where does that money go? Who, who, Who gets that money? Or can the child just take the money and use it for themselves? Whoever has the guardianship for that girl
3: should get the money, actually. Whoever looked or raised that child at some point, they, she wouldn't be in the forest. She wouldn't be living in the jungle. So obviously, there's somebody there's somebody out there who was looking after her, for her to grow up into a girl uh, uh, mature enough to be married. Somebody has been taking good care of her. Whoever was the guardian is responsible for, 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 for her. So... They have to get that token. So
1: they, they don't have to be biological parents?
3: No, it doesn't have to be the biological parents. It, it has to be somebody who uh, was who hands-on on that right. particular girl. A- anybody who has hands-on. If they, the, the parents of the girl rejected the girl and they disappeared, they wouldn't dare reappear when she's getting
1: married. Nope, mm. no. Which leads me to my next question. Yeah, in, in our culture, which I think sometimes our culture is not, I, I'm pro-culture, I, I love my culture. I love, I'm African and I'm proud. Mm. But I, I, I do think that there are certain things within our culture that we need to modernize just a little bit to fit uh, today's, kind of today's society, today's living we're not in, in Zimbabwe. We live in England now, and most of us have been out here for more than 20 years. Mm-hmm. Now, my, my, my next question is, so say you know the pressures of England. Um, say the father, because I'm talking about uh, a, an experience I know. So the father leaves the woman, right? And the children are very young. I'm talking less than five years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when this daughter gets married does the father get the money does it does he get the money like the, the the charges for the father or the mother gets both for the father and the mother because she was the only person present in this child's life
3: very good question there beauty um now it depends on the type of the father how understanding he is Ideally, the father should be reasonable enough to uh appreciate that he didn't look after this child. He didn't raise the child. Some men would be reasonable enough and and uh humble themselves and accept the, the mother to get the lion's share. And it's up to the mother to then uh maybe give him something out of this uh the, 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 the bride prize that she gets. But then. Traditionally, traditionally, our tradition, our culture is very, very weird. It is very primitive sometimes. Mm. <laughs> I accept that. And some of the uh, traits that we follow, I don't agree with them. Um, w- w- what should happen actually is that uh, when this child has been raised by the mother and the father is away, but this child has according to the culture to our culture has to to the 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 bride price or the rora has to be determined by the father that's that's how how weird our culture is is the father who is supposed to charge everything because usually when the daughter is getting married the mothers don't open their mouths it's a male thing it's a father's day it is the dad who has to decide what he wants, him and his brothers and the brothers of the girl. If she has brothers at all, they are the ones who, who should be t- saying what they want, not the mother. Ma- the mother is just there to get the, the mother, the caring of the baby's uh, uh, token, what we call mafuku zadumbu. That's all that she gets. That's all. Otherwise, the whole process of Rora is mended by the man which is very, very unfair. And mm. which is why you've asked the question, a question, a, a very good question there. And if, if at all there, there would be any changes, I would love that change to come there. Where the father has not been involved in raising the child, the woman should be allowed to open their mouth. I think that's where we are getting to now already. I think people mm. have started doing that. yeah, Because yeah. we are now, women, we are now empowered and we we, that veil of (laughs) abuse and (laughs) has been removed i'm sorry to say yeah it it was a veil it's like a biblical terms that we use when we say the the mosaic times are gone and now we have the jesus times it's the same uh when jesus came the veil was uh, torn in, in the middle so yeah now that we are in the Western culture, and we are actually living the Western culture. We are here, and we've got to do what the British are doing. We have to mm-hmm. because we are living here, so we have to, to be practicing what is there.
1: Yeah.
3: To be a Jiripo like what the Shona say. To be a Jiripo, Jiripo. This we have to. To to, to det- we, the situation has to determine how we are going to to have our child get married.
1: do play a massive role you know raising children they really really do because back home um the expectation or well i don't think it actually exists even now like men have to go work and provide for the families but nowadays Mm -hmm. we also work women we work we look after children so I, i actually think women should get more
3: I I support you there. We if there was anything to vote for, it is this: we need <laughs> yeah. to vote, and we need to change the constitution.
1: Yeah, I, I I think I totally agree. I second that definitely because it's hard work, you know, raising a child, caring a child, working. You know, I understand, you know, father, they do play their role as well. But I just think as mothers, we are, I think, a few steps ahead, with, like, you know, looking after kids and that responsibility in, as a whole. Yeah,
3: the roles have swapped, actually, naturally swapped. The moment you come into this country, roles swap automatically. You are no longer the, the housewife that, we, you, that our mothers used to be. To be. We are no, not anywhere near uh, housewives. We are the working class women and we are the dads of the house. We are both moms and dads at the same time. We are very responsible. Women are working hard, especially in, this, in the diaspora. They work very hard and they should be given. That's why we wear trousers here. Back home, we didn't wear trousers because the trousers belonged to men, because men were men then. But now, men are no longer men here. We are the men as well. <laughs> Um,
0: you know the list that you're given when you actually on the Rora day, the, the different items yes. that you have to pay for, are they the yeah. same like with different families, or you know it differs family to family? You know, like um, my my oh, yeah, does that differ or is the same throughout? Ah, uh, the titles, uh,
3: the 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 titles, the subjects yes. are the same. Ah, yes. uh, but. Charges are different from area to area, from dialect to dialect. Like I said, the Karangas would charge a hundred pounds, where we, Zezurus, charge fifty. <laughs> it it differs from family to family. But it in the past it used to be the same, same, same charge. But now because people's minds have changed and they 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 are more they are smarter, like smartphones. They they want to charge smarter. So. Yeah, it differs from family to family, or from uh, dialect, tri- from tribe to tribe, and from dialect to dialect. Ah, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. That's why moderators are supposed to be there. That's why I was there to moderate. Mm. Is that I'm very good well. at moderation. Yeah, I know, you're <laughs>
1: very good at You're very good at
2: <laughs> And well, as well, the, um, Say, for example, if the bride's family has said we want this, 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 this. Is there a point where the um, groom's family can then say you're asking for too much and then ask the bride's family to reduce what it is that they're asking for? Or is it something where they have to still follow what is on the list and actually they have no choice but you have to follow what's on the list?
3: Yeah, it depends on the uh, item. Some items, they you can you can have uh, you can compromise and negotiate. Some items can be negotiated. Most of the items, the smaller items, can be negotiated quite easily. But there is uh, an item that is very difficult. It can be negotiated. Depends now on the family. It depends on the hardness of the person who is naming, who is leading that role. Some people are so hard; they won't change. They won't negotiate. But um, there is definitely room for negotiation, although it it will be just a minimal amount, not a massive reduction.
1: Mm. And do they have to finish paying? Like, what what's the what do you call time? the time frame for paying this? Do they have to pay everything in one go, or they are allowed two instalments only? What's the what's the <laughs> procedure?
3: In traditionally, that's a very good question, Beauty. Traditionally, in the past, according to the culture and tradition, no woman was supposed to be married in one sitting or in two sittings. Um. They were supposed to be married until uh, they were supposed to 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 stay with the uh, (laughs) with the balance until the woman even dies, and then the the, the balance will be then uh, claimed on the deathbed or after on on burial. When the woman is being buried, that's when they say, is there any, there's a term that they use, jerezwa. Is there any jerezwa? And most men, because they worked hard and they were working single-handedly, they couldn't afford to marry their wives in one sitting, in one uh, episode. Mm-hmm. That's why mm-hmm. they, they had to be uh, given a grace, a grace period to mm-hmm. pay off their lobola. But now, because people are working and they get in more money than our fathers used to get. Mm. That's why we now say you can pay your lobola in one sitting, but it, it's not forceful. It's not forceful. Right. Now, people, it depends on your agreement with the groom's family, because people right. are um, they have gone wealthier now. They can afford mm. those who can afford can pay the whole lobola in one sitting. Those who can afford, you you'll agree on terms.
1: But obviously being in the Western world now, most men tend to leave it very long. Like they do go for the first, um, the first payment they go do, like, you know, the first official um, ceremony. Yeah. Then after yeah. that, they kind of disappear. Mm-hmm. They don't even talk about it. How do you remind your other half like, hi, you need to go and finish off or go pay something again?
3: Yeah, it's a very, very uh, sensitive issue, that one. And it's not for the woman to remind her husband to pay the the jerezwa. You are not supposed to do that yourself. You go via that munyai, that man who was the go-between when the money was being paid. As for Karen, there is this slim guy. I know him. I know that uh, munyai. If, any, if Karen has a problem with uh, her husband not having paid everything, they, she has to talk to that man who, who was uh, coming going up and down the stairs, the go-between. He's the one, the Munyai is the one to be conducted by Karen. by anybody, who's na- sorry,
2: sorry. anybody,
3: anybody who, is the, who is getting married, has has a go-between person. Who represents the family of the the groom? Who represents the groom when paying the lobola? It's not the the groom himself who hands the money physically to the in-laws. It is the go between. That is same go between men. That guy is the one who should be conducted when when there's a a balance. I, I
1: I think that area needs to be modernized. There is no way I'm going to speak to a Munyai for my husband to go pay. I'm just being totally honest here. There is no way on it. I'm just going to speak to him directly and just remind him, honey, don't forget my parents. There's an outstanding balance. Can you please go finish your offer? I I, personally, I don't think I'll go through Munyai. That's just too... It's a process I don't think we need... Maintain, I, I, don't I don't know, I don't know what others think, but I just think
3: it's like long. Now, you, my other half, I agree with you, beauty, considering the, the the place where we are now. But for those who are still in Zimbabwe, that's the right. way they should do it. But those who are here, honestly, you can't be chasing for after someone who is on shift who has got his own worries, and you, you are now telling him he lives in Scotland and you live in, in London. And then yeah. you telling him to, well, you can tell him, you can ask him on the phone and then they can communicate on the phone. It now depends on the relationship between that go between and your husband as well. If they yeah. are in good relations, yes. You, 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 mm-hmm. you, you, you do what is more comfortable to you. You know your person, you know your, your husband. Maybe some husbands have this ego. They don't want to be touched. They don't want any woman asking them the the balance they feel that they have they have been disrespected,
1: you know. Yeah. So another sorry, I've asked quite a um, quite a bit. My other question is, you know, what in this country most people they start living together before the bright price is paid for, you know, because huh. rentals are expensive whatever, made them to start living together before they've done that, and they might be putting their money together. Mm-hmm. So when, the, when this man goes to marry and he takes money from their savings, isn't this woman to some degree marrying herself because she's contributing towards a rural money, a bride price?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you see, we, we are putting, we are waiving the, the rules now because of this acculturation westernization. An ideal Zimbabwean traditional cultural girl would never, ever do that. I I wouldn't do it myself the way I was raised. It depends now on how you were raised. Those Mm -hmm. who have been raised here, they they have different experiences from how I was raised back home traditionally. I wouldn't marry myself. It's like I'm marrying myself and that Mm -hmm. wouldn't go well with me. But it now depends. It depends on you who is getting married, on you, the girl. If you feel safe, that way, that's okay. And if the parents go with with, with your decision, that's okay. But I, w- I would rather keep it a secret. I wouldn't want a way to let her mother or her father know that yeah, she's, she's, she has been uh, saving for him on marriage together mm-hmm. with her partner. Woo! Not in the
1: Shona culture. <laughs> yeah, because family. normally if something goes wrong with that marriage, often you hear men go, well, I'll say it in Shona, uh, Wakazirora. Do you know what I mean? Like you know, you married yourself because exactly. it always turns into insults later on. So I would personally I would advise girls not to put a penny of their money the exactly. Man, yeah, the man has to appreciate your parents by himself. By himself, solely. It's it's a a, a sole thing.
3: It's just one man for himself. He is the head of the family. He has made a decision to marry you. He's got to be responsible for the lobola. He's got to pay it alone. Mm.
2: That's
3: that's why we called it a hearty token. How can it be hearty when there are two hearts now? (laughs) It's got to be one man. It's got to be one husband. He, He has to carry out the duties of a man, the duties of a husband.
0: Thank you for listening. See you in the next episode. Don't forget to follow us on our socials at Official Let's Talk Podcast.